Hey, hey, welcome back. Uh, episode 31 of uh, Michigan Brews. I can't believe we've been doing this. Every time wow. I think we say that, every time. Uh, <laughs> it should have started as a, a as a, a whim for a few weeks. It's turned into something so much more. Yeah. Um, Basically, like, uh, yeah, upscale Zoom meetings. Yeah. <laughs> Beer. Right. So everybody else gets to watch us, too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hang out and drink with your friends online. Um, you know, it's actually funny. We do do this. Uh, I mean, we have our keepers meetings. We have officer meetings. We have all kinds. Of, I, I think we just like have a problem with drinking on Zoom, and, and this, <laughs> this fills that gap or that void. So, um, really excited tonight. So, I, I reached out um, a couple of weeks ago to to get some information about Kalamazoo Beer Week, and this has turned into this just really mm -hmm. cool. Uh, it's not yet. I'm getting there. Uh, but it's turned into this really cool engagement. I got, I, you know, TJ hooked us up with with uh, some folks from Discover Kalamazoo and um, uh, West Michigan Beer Tours, and that's turned into uh, actually what we're going to do tonight, and then another show next week uh, to talk about the new Kalamazoo uh, Craft Beverage Week and what KBW has turned into. Um, and so I'm super excited to have, uh, you know, Dana Wagner from Discover Kalamazoo and John Liberty from West Michigan Beer Tours here. Uh, you know, originally we planned just to talk about uh, Kalamazoo Craft Beverage Week and, and you know, how it transformed from Kalamazoo Beer Week in. And then they're like, well, let's bring on Final Gravity this week because we've got some cool uh, events that they're doing. Um, so super, super pumped about that. And then Dana was like, we've got the mill. So uh, next week uh, we'll post this uh, later. We'll also have uh, some folks joining us from the mill, the, the project in Vicksburg. Uh, so I wanted to get that announcement out before uh, the show gets on and I forget about it at the end. So um, let's bring these guys in. Awesome. And uh, we'll talk. So we've got Dana uh, from Discover Kalamazoo, John from West Michigan Beer Tours, and then a whole crew of guys from Final Gravity. <laughs> hey guys. Uh, owner, Kevin and Michael, right? Uh, and then uh, the other Kevin, you're the bartender at the Kalamazoo location, the manager, right? Awesome. Cool. Welcome, guys. So, like I said, yeah. thanks so much for coming hey, here and uh, giving us another reason to drink on Monday night. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Speaking of, usually at the uh, beginning of our shows, we like to go around and just kind of ask what everybody's drinking tonight. And I think that Jason, uh, Jordan, and I can probably uh, skip most of ours. We're uh, we're all drinking the same thing right now. I think. Right. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, you guys at uh, Final Gravity want to tell us about what we're drinking? I think we all cracked open this 500. I'm drinking, uh, I'm drinking woo hoo poo poo. No problem. So it has Michigan so, Comet in it, right? So a smash beer with Michigan Comet? Yeah. We and then I Sorry, we're having some technical issues with the final gravity guys they might be popping in and out and look frozen again it's fine it'll be a, a fun little popcorn surprise episode <laughs> we got you guys back all right so yeah we were up at so and hooked up with brian tennis and he was telling about these comet hops and they sounded pretty interesting so we brought them and again, did a smash so we could identify the hop and the characteristics and how we we're going to move forward with it. So that's that's what that's all about. Yeah, it's super super fruity. 
uh, it really is. Citrus, yeah. Yeah. Yep. From uh, from what I understand about Comet, um, not necessarily Michigan Comet, but Comet's a pretty old hop. Yeah. I think it was one of the the first higher alpha acid hops <clears throat> that the USDA started to grow, so that brewers could use less like hop material way back in the day um, to to bitter their beers. I th that's what I remember reading at one point in time. It could be totally wrong, but uh, yeah, it's it's seen a resurgence lately, and uh, it's just, yeah, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, we're super happy with the hop. We, we look forward to using that a couple other ways. Like you yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I, mean, I mean, I, I was in there to pick these up, and I know with COVID, nobody can, well, at least for this week, nobody can drink in, uh, inside. Um, but you guys got a cool place set up out in front. And um, I, we'll talk about this more later, but I believe you can you can just walk down the mall with a beer now, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, district, so you can go where basically the beginning of it. You can go all the way down to Harvey's. You can go uh, like out to the Stan Robin. I think they've ex extended it down. Yeah, they were they were working on extending it through Bronson Park, and um, I think that would, and even towards the the north side of Kalamazoo area too, so that uh, we could incorporate even more um, places into that central commons area. Well, why did they catch up? Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. So let's let's dive into Kalamazoo Beer Week. So I let's see. I've got a plaque from 2018. John, how how long has Kalamazoo Beer Week been a thing? Uh, if you can help us there, give us some history. Yeah, the the the, the abridged version of that is um, in, in 2010, uh, the Brewers Association named Imperial Beverage the craft beer distributor. Uh, of the year. So to kind of celebrate that, the following year, they launched uh, Kalamazoo Beer Week. Um, so it started mostly as uh, an, an imperial br uh, branded um, brainchild kind of thing that eventually expanded to include uh, a lot of the breweries that started opening in Kalamazoo. As you guys know, we had a pretty big year in 2013 with uh, Rupert's, Tibbs, and Gonzo's all opening within a couple months right around then. So uh, not long in, they, they joined the fray and uh, a few other distributors got involved. Bars and restaurants started growing their events, and then it kind of took off from there. Uh, last few years, uh, Discover Kalamazoo's taken over uh, running the show and, and kind of uh, managing communication website and events and communication and promo. Um, so yeah, um, and then this is the first year of the, the sort of new iteration where we welcome in um, Kalamazoo wine, Kalamazoo spirits, got some hard cider in there. Um, so yeah, we have a we have a, a meadery in town too that I only discovered uh, this year. It used to be Confliction, that's now Valhalla, or uh, that's the, the name of the yeah. taproom. What a uh, Norse nectar, right? Yeah, I think Norse Nectar is their their brand of mead. They've got brewery outer, and then Valhalla is there is the name of the tasting room that you can get both that and um, they've got their their beer there too. That's under a different name. But uh, you guys had Tom, right? Gray or something. Yeah, yeah, Tom. Tom Tom's great player, player. Yeah. Yeah. Tom actually yeah. So yeah, might be I might be in chat. Um, what was the city center brewing? I think is the other 
Um, oh, it's City City Union. City Burn. Union. City yeah. Union. There you go. Right on. So traditionally, uh, or I, I guess, how how long ago did Kalamazoo? Did you say Discover Kalamazoo took or got involved? So twenty eleven was the one. Yeah, a couple of years back. Right on. Um, what type of, of, of things do you guys like? You know, I, I've been to different breweries and I've seen some of the different things that have. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell that story in a minute. So, uh, <laughs> my friend TK. Uh, <laughs> oh, hell, why not? So, <laughs> I, Get I have friends that, that work at Imperial Beverage and uh, a few years ago, that's why I have one of the plaques. Uh, a few years ago, um, the Anderson Valley rep uh, couldn't make it, couldn't make it for an engagement. So they reached out, uh, a friend of mine reached out and said, we need somebody that can come and uh, talk about Anderson Valley beer at this event. And so uh, I did my homework and uh, put on a t-shirt, I think, and ran, went down and I repped Anderson Valley uh, for Imperial Beverage. Uh, I got paid in in uh, bottles out of their warehouse and I uh, had a great time. Uh, <laughs> and then I actually went on to, let's see, I, I've repped for, I pretended to be a rep for Abita. Uh, I thought it was just that one time, really. <laughs> no, I've done it three times. <laughs> I used to get a call from, or a text from Jenny Doan and she'd just be like, yo, uh, can you, I forget what it is. I, I have stuff on my shelf. That's why I'm, you keep me. I'm looking. I'm trying to look over on my shelves and see. But she'd be like, can you rep for, uh, yeah, it was like a beat of the next time. And uh, can you rep for this one this time? And I would just go and, um, you know, I can bullshit about beer for hours. So that's that's what it was. I would just, I would joke around with her anytime. Oh, was it shorts? Yeah. I, I, uh, I go and lie for uh, Imperial Beverage. So anyway, um, where were we? TK interrupted me. <laughs> Substitute brewery rep. Like That's that. right. Um, no, I had a great time with it too. It was, it was fun. Uh, but so, so that's where I was at. So what, what, you know, I, I know what, um, you know, what, what the individual breweries and, and bars do, you know, they try to set up some fun events, but how do you guys get involved with that? And, um, you know, kind of help organize it. Are you knocking on the door saying, come have a silly sweater contest? <laughs> I'm actually, I'm not sure how that one came about yet. So I, I'm going to love to hear uh, how the idea was generated behind that uh, ugly winter <laughs> outfit contest for sure. But um, yeah, no, just, I mean, Discover Kalamazoo is being our, our county's um, destination marketing organization. We just, Beer, craft beverages are um, an important part to our, not only, I mean, our community and our economy, but I mean, the the studies show, I mean, we get a lot of visitors coming to the area too, um, to explore those local partners. So it only makes sense that, um, you know, an organization like ourselves, so, you know, we want to support that work and we want to support our partners and um really just kind of helping to be that connecting organization to, to bring it all together and, and market it, um, you know, not only to the area, but um, outside to the region as well, which we would be doing in a normal year. So this year it's a little bit more localized um, because of what we can do. Um, but typically, yeah, that's where we try to get involved so we can, you know, continue to create, um, you know, bigger and better events each year. 
for partners. Right on. Awesome. What a what kind of like challenges and stuff did you have like like this year? I, I know like there's probably not as many events going on as you know previous years and stuff. Um, we can still do some outside drinking in some places, but you know a lot of places probably aren't participating in events and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's where I mean we've 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 wanted to still do something this year. You know, I think in in the times where you see so many things being canceled and not going on, I mean, we knew that there were still ways that. Um, we don't want to just let it go. We knew there were still ways that we could enjoy our favorite craft beverages, enjoy our beers, cocktails, whatnot. And, and honestly, just give the support that we can, you know, to the industry that's been struggling, you know, throughout this pandemic time. Um, you know, so whether it was, you know, getting your, just even your favorite beverages to go, getting your growlers filled up or your cans and bottles or your crawlers. Um, you know, we were trying to look at doing a few sessions where you, you know, can meet the brewer like that online or um, Temple Vino put together a wine and, and cheese pairing thing. So you can go pick up your kit and then you can join in online. Um, so it's some, some hybrid events like that, but then uh, you get, um, you know, the people that are getting creative with things, you know, like our friends over there at Final Gravity, where, hey, we're, we're Michiganders, we can embrace the colder weather and the outdoors. So let's do, you know, something fun outside. And um, having we talked a little bit earlier about, you know, the addition of the, the central commons downtown. Um, that's also been a great way too, where you can still get your beverages to go just bundle up and, and uh, be able to walk around outside and you know, enjoy some stuff in the outdoors. So we knew that there were still ways that we could do things. You know, we can't have um, our, our bigger events and get everybody together quite yet. Um, but that doesn't mean that there's not, there aren't ways to support, um, you know, our breweries and our distilleries and wineries. So um, was that, the, that was our purpose. Yeah. Was the, the expansion out into like distilleries and meteries and wineries and, uh, you know, cideries and blenderies and all these other things like part of trying to make like a bigger event this year? Or was that just kind of a, was that planned already and it just sort of coincided with the pandemic or? Um, yeah, I would say probably, probably kind of a bit of both there. I mean, we were obviously looking at, you know, there are even um, some, some breweries that have gotten into you know, making other types of products and then our distillery, you know, also, you know, so just kind of seeing that just that overall, I mean, appreciation for craft beverages in general. Um, I think of like, you know, myself too, like in a weekend, I may go visit both a brewery and a distillery, throw in a winery there too. (laughs) Uh, But I think, yeah, I mean, anybody who can truly appreciate, you know, the, what goes into, you know, making these craft beverages, um, we just we wanted to kind of embrace all of that and be able to support our our local makers as a whole. So that kind of ties into with some of the things that at Discover Kalamazoo we've been working to promote as well our our homegrown and handcrafted um, campaigns, our Kalamazoo Made for You campaign. Um, you know how you can get those things locally made for you. That's awesome. So you guys chuckled a little bit in Final Gravity. Are you guys, uh, when she talked about getting into other other things, are you guys uh, are going to be edging into the distilling space or the, the wine space anytime soon or any plans for that? Well, we, we already have a, a, a small winemaker's license and 
the distillery is something we've talked about, but we got our hands full with getting all this up and running right now. <laughs> we're moving from our three barrel to a 15 barrel and that's we're building right off the street. So and we're actually going to start with exclusive 20 year whiskey. So we'll see you there. <laughs> Talk to us. Call me out. We'll be waiting. <laughs> where, uh, where are you guys right now? Because I've seen your brewery in Decatur and it's definitely not where you're sitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> now we want to build it across the street and we're, uh, we're building it. We're, we're real close. We're cool. middle close. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys run water through it yet? I mean, it looks like it's it's set up pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we got all this, and then we put the fermenters. We tore out part of the floor. The the fermenters go. Th they're in the basement, and then they come up halfway through the first floor. We went. We had all kinds of vertical space, but not much of a footprint. So we decided to use all our vertical space. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, I'll have to talk to David and, and Tim and see if we can get a, a tour out there with the Homebrew Club once this shit goes yeah, over. Yeah, love that. Yeah, <clears throat> that, that, that'd, be, that'd be cool. Um, so when do you guys uh, when do you guys expect to be going into production there on your 15 barrel? What are you hoping for? We're hoping for summer. But we, we do... We do most everything ourselves, so we uh, we haven't hired much done, so it takes us a little bit of time. Yeah, it's hard to find time right now. So, <laughs> but summers are summers are hope. Late spring, early summer. Knock up wood. We're through the yeah. plumbing. We're through the electrical. We're to the mechanical. So we have a, a friend. Uh, and a fellow keeper that's that's opening up a little his little brewery in, in Vicksburg right now, uh, yeah. Doster Brewing. Well, that's what his production facility is going to be. And uh, watching him kind of go through it over the last year has been really cool. He just got his cooler built right in front. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just saw it today. Um, oh, did you? Yeah. 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 He's, uh, he has all of his, uh, there's still some stuff going on with, uh, with he's, he's probably in chat right now, but, uh, He's getting uh, some of his gas going. All of his uh, his trenches, uh, his trench drains, mostly like dug on stuff like that. It's cool. Yeah. It's going. So, yeah, uh, it looks really nice. It's a little. It's actually one well's old three barrel system that came from somewhere else before they got it. So, yeah, yeah. I think that three barrel system has been in like three or four different breweries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The big challenge for us too is we went steam rather than direct fire and. The whole steam process, getting all the steam pipes and return water ran it, that all takes a lot of time. Oh, I have no doubt. Nice. Uh, Ted in uh, in chat has a question too for you guys. Does 15 barrels mean you're going to be doing direct distribution? Now, I actually had that exact same question. So that, that was our focus was getting more into distribution. Uh, our focus was going to be bars and restaurants, but uh, that's kind of a dried up market right now. So <laughs> yeah. we're going to have to kind of reevaluate and see, see which direction we want to go. But that was definitely the plan. Yeah. Mostly the can It's our plans changed a little bit, but we'll figure it out. All right. All right, John, you look like you had something. So what? Oh yeah. You should ask Mike and Kevin the story on, on tracking that down, they have a whole litany of um, 
deals and fines that Mike is able to, uh, and they, they were telling me this story not that long ago and it's cracked me up. Um, I don't know if Kevin or Mike want to basically <laughs> just talk about your ability to find steals oh. online. I mean, talk about, yeah. I'm just talking about the system you got behind you. It's the, big it's ones, the, the new ones, the new one system behind us, uh, Mike found that we we flew out to Colorado to uh, Colorado Springs. Uh, the brewery was Phantom Canyon. Phantom Canyon. Yep. Um, and bought the Mike had his heart set on a Newlands, so we flew out to Colorado, looked at this, and picked it up. I thought very Probably. reasonable. Uh, the other, the big one that stands out to me is our. We had to bring three phase into the building. We didn't have three phase. So we brought three phase into the building and the circuit breaker, a, a new circuit breaker was like six or seven thousand dollars. And holy shit. And Mike found one online with the main breaker for four hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what you roll. <laughs> That's awesome. So you got you got Colorado, you got Massachusetts, and they all plunked down in Decatur, right? Is that yeah? yeah. Yeah, that, that breaker back yeah, that came from out East Coast, out your way. So, I, I, I think you know for the the breweries around here, I, I know there's a lot of breweries around here that are like you guys that that do it yourselves, do it organically. Uh, it's it's the best way to do it, you know. And and I see that happen a lot. You know, I've I've talked to guys, uh, you know, picking up a bottle in line uh, in a U-Haul truck from Georgia. Uh, and and then the same yeah. thing, you know, like like that three barrel system at one well. I think I, I Drew'd have to tell the, the the story behind that, but I'm pretty sure that was like at Tibbs at one point, and uh, it's bounced around, you know. And well, speaking like a Tibbs brewery, I think all Tibbs, I think all his brewing equipment went to American Brewing Company, Kalamazoo, didn't it? Yeah, this, yeah, so that's uh, what we were talking about earlier with the. Or sorry, Brian, you got it. You know that one. No, yeah, no. Uh, and Ted will probably chime in too, but it's. Uh, oh, so they used that to open Valhalla then. The not, not to open, but it's part of uh, uh, City Union now. So um, if you if you pull into Valhalla, they have two garages, and uh, like right as you go to the back of the parking lot, and one yeah. of those garages now is their uh, brewing area. Um, and brewery Otre, Ted. I hope I don't butcher that name. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Powder. Ted and Chat is uh, is the brewer for uh, Brewery Otre there. Um, yeah. By the way, who just asked that? The question. guy he asked the question earlier. That this is uh, so. So Theodore uh, Frederick Lindbury is the, the the brewery. So how do you pronounce it, Ted? Uh <laughs> <laughs> but he says it still needs to be hooked up. But yeah, it's uh, it's all moved in. Um, actually, I talked to Tom not too long ago. Um, and he, he he showed me the system and all of its little bits and pieces back there. Uh, so they're going to be doing coffee. Speaking of craft beverages, I guess coffee kind of counts, right? They're gonna we're gonna have a local coffee company uh, doing like cold brew and stuff like that. And, there is a Kalamazoo Coffee Week. Guys, there is Kalamazoo we're coffee not, we're not yeah, stepping yeah. on their toes, yeah. Nice. <laughs> but, but coffee, I mean, and there are obviously you know your beers you know brewed with coffee and stuff too or, or interesting cocktails of course as well so but uh no oh, there's a, a Kalamazoo coffee week for that too do we have a Kalamazoo coffee week yeah we came across it uh yeah. well, we're, we're yeah. Huh. 
today. When, when does that happen, roughly? I didn't hear that either. Uh, I think it last happened in like September or October of 2019. So they okay. obviously didn't have it this year. But you might want to get involved in their marketing data because we—I've never heard of yeah, it. Yeah, me neither. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe that just says too much about my like stalking abilities or something to find these events. So. <laughs> I think like uh, yeah, every they, brewery or like alcohol producing like uh, organization in Kalamazoo needs to put out, you know, some sort of coffee beverage during that uh, week too. We have like coffee blondes and coffee stouts and coffee. Right. Yeah. So the last week that it happened was uh, September of 2019, September 16th through 22. So. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Interesting. I never heard of it either. I had been down there mainline and that shit. So. I, I mean, I don't think it's been going on that long, maybe like a year or two. So, yeah. Um, I know we got a couple of good roasters in, in Kalamazoo. Right? Yeah. I, I use Kalamazoo Coffee Company's uh, coffee in, in my like coffee blonde and a lot of my beers and stuff. So yeah, it's the freshest coffee you can find around here. Well, there, there's a lot of little roasters and stuff around. They're, they're probably one of the, the bigger one, more well-known ones. But yeah, I, I like their stuff. Um, there's a chili cook-off that happens in Kalamazoo once a year too. When does is that during one of these weeks? When yeah. is that? You guys, it's uh late. The latest I heard was February 27th is tentative date. So keep fingers crossed. What? That's <laughs> gotta happen. That is so. <laughs> We make the best chili too, so make it happen. So I, yeah, I, I don't have, I don't have any say over that. I mean, I'll just help to, <laughs> to promote it and stuff. But uh, the powers that be with that one are with the Kalamazoo Downtown Partnership. But we, we're, we're, we're obviously, you know, talk a lot with them and, and help promote each other's stuff all the time. So um, that is yeah, that uh, I heard. What is the Kalamazoo Downtown Partnership? So they I'm, I'm totally. I'm like the most uneducated Kalamazoo person about Kalamazoo. <laughs> thing that was, uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, they were. Um, so before it was Kalamazoo Downtown Partnership, they were DKI, so Downtown Kalamazoo. Inc., I want to say, yeah, but they're um, they're the the economic development kind of arm of of city of Kalamazoo for for the downtown. So. Um, okay. Yeah, doing events and programming, but also, um, you know, resources for businesses and, and also helping to recruit businesses for the downtown and space and things as well. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, and I have to apologize. I, 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 I know nobody know unless I bring it up, but I actually, I think I messaged Brian and Jordan. I'm like, I am messing this communication up so much. I think I, I referenced you guys in an email as downtown Kalamazoo. I asked the same question like multiple times. I'm like, I was trying to, this is a bad work week. And I'm, I'm like trying to set this up with you guys. And I'm like, oh, should I just call them downtown Kalamazoo? I hope they don't. <laughs> no, I think you had discovered Kalamazoo in it. You had it right. I, I did. I changed it after. <laughs> but I think I sent you one email. Like, how do you, do you guys want me to say that you're with downtown Kalamazoo? And thankfully nobody, uh, nobody noticed that. So, That'll lead me into though, uh, just to do the shout out, John. What is what is so? I originally had this advertised as John Liberty with down uh, Discover Kalamazoo. See, I almost did it, um, but I changed that <laughs> because your company is West Michigan Beer Tours, right? Um, how yeah. do you tie in with uh, Discover Kalamazoo? 
Uh, well, we've we've partnered with uh, Discover Kalamazoo basically since we kind of launched. Um, well, personal history, I used to be one of those print geeks at a thing called the newspaper. Um, <laughs> so we had a <clears throat> we had a, a beer blog called Kalama Brew uh, that we started around 2006 2007 because the editors at the paper said um, the internet may have an effect on the publishing world at some point. Um, so there's this thing called uh, a blog uh, and you can put content up there and maybe it goes into the print product or not. So uh, myself and a couple of really good friends started a beer blog. We called it Calma Brew. Uh, he oh, joined yeah. us at one point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I recognize him. Very nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? No, it's sitting in the basement at Sogduck Brewing Company, Kalamazoo, right now. Oh wow! You've got the previous winner with a poo woo hoo poo poo. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, um, so, uh, that's what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I brought the toy along. That's an easy distraction for everybody. But, um, uh, Anyway, I basically took some of the relationships I built up um, over close to a decade in the uh, newspaper blogging world um, into West Michigan Beer Tours. Um, and then eventually, that, so that was 2012, we started the back end work of that in 2013. Uh, we launched. Um, I was still trying to – this the, the beer tour at the, at the time was a sort of side hustle. So I had to stop writing about uh, beer because uh, of a potential conflict of interest. Um, so just, I wrote about entertainment. So it was all music, food, nightlife, that kind of stuff, but just no local beer. So, um, and then, uh, what's that? You said entertainment, you focus on Miley Cyrus. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I, did, I did interview Taylor Swift. Oh, it's awesome. A long time ago. She, she played Miller Auditorium, so. <laughs> Yeah. And it, I had no idea. That's cool. One of my favorite parts of this, one of my favorite parts of the interview with her um, is that at least three times in like the the they send kind of liner notes before you get the interview, and it must have said at least three different times that she writes all of her own music. <laughs> so it occurred to me if you're if you're saying this so many times, um, I feel like I'm in I'm I need to ask as many times as you mention it. So um, like I wasn't questioning whether or not she did, and she was very young at the time. Um, but it just, it just struck me as like, it was such a point of emphasis. I thought it was anyway, whatever I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> no. So, so John, I just interrupt real quick. This is a theme of yeah. Michigan, uh, of Michigan brews is what? we go off topic. So we stayed on topic pretty well this time though. Being go wherever the hell you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> to try to tighten this up a bit here. Uh, so, yeah, I, I took the relationships um, from a lot of the, the beer work we did. Uh, we did uh, some really, really fun stuff. Uh, we went down in the uh, gypsum mine. Um, their founder stored a bunch of beer, went to all the beer festivals. Um, anyway, um, launched the beer tour company and uh, quickly uh, became familiar with the uh, fine folks at Discover Kalamazoo. We thought what we were trying to introduce to the area would be a lot of fun to collaborate on. And so then we did that. Um, then uh, a couple of years ago, well, I guess two years ago, um, 
they we had been kind of ongoing conversations with Discover Kalamazoo. They mentioned the need for a little additional support for beer week management. Um, so I, I put my short little hand up in the air and they said, sure. So yeah, we've been helping out uh, a little bit last year and um, and then quite a bit this year as well. So uh, in any way I can help Dana and the rest of her team uh, try to jump in, do some fun little writing stuff here and there. I, I text and screw with all the guys like Final Gravity and anybody else in town to try to see how things are going, what they're going to do for beer week and just kind of get a general sense of how everybody's doing during the weird, weird times. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun to see some of the uh, resiliency from our, 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 our beer culture, um, to kind of still make this thing, make this thing work despite all the craziness of the last few years. So pretty cool, creative, fun, loving, hardworking people. So it's cool to see them, uh, put all that stuff into practice when it's pretty hard to do. Yeah, this is, I mean, really, this is why we do what we're doing is, is, uh, you know, we were, the three of us were, were missing our interactions with the local brewing community and, and, and why we want to reach out to all these people is so we get to, to know their stories and stuff. Cause the, the Kalamazoo brewing community, the Michigan brewing community, and, uh, and, and even, you know, we're the same way we're expanding. It's not just beer, it's the craft beverage, you know, where I know we're going to have distillers on to it, but it's just such a great group of, of people, a lot of cool people, a lot of cool stories. So, um, but I'm going to take your segue there and go right into, so speaking of these, these crazy events and stuff. So final gravity, what do you have planned? Uh, I think we mentioned the, the ugly co- uh, winter costume, but what, what kind of events are you guys doing for, for uh, beer week this week or Sorry, craft beverage week. No, we uh, got quite a few things uh, planned. Like you said earlier, we're doing on uh, Friday. We're uh, kicking off the Kalamazoo Craft Beverage Week with the uh, Ugly Winter Contest. Uh, So come dressed in your ugliest winter outfit. We're going to have judges, prizes. We're also pairing with Kelvin and Company that day. They're going to have a fantastic Beer sausage, sausage yeah, sausage pairing, but they will also have other food as well. So we'll have a sausage pairing, and they'll also have other food uh, so you can eat as well. So uh, check out Kelvin and Company and awesome pairing. Uh, the next day, Saturday, we'll have our final graphic. We bring a pizza oven down, if uh, people don't know. Every Saturday, we have awesome pizza, uh, hog wings. Uh, we, don't, we won't have any hog wings now. because I, I don't know So maybe, maybe not, <laughs> but when we have them, they're awesome. They're like little pork shanks. Um, we also have chicken wings, you know, their house milk wings, um, toss some five different sauces. So we'll have that on Saturday. And then you know, uh, the following week, Monday, that's going to be our big day. We're having a, you know, yay, we can finally uh, dine indoor again on Monday. So again, we'll have repeat something down there. We're going to have uh, Dave Johnson. Dave Johnson from Midwestern Yeah, Lowell. I don't know if you guys know Midwestern Lowell. So Dave Johnson from Midwestern Lowell is going to come down and provide some uh, musical uh, acoustic entertainment for everyone. We'll have the pizza oven out there. and. Yeah. To kind of kick off the hey, we can finally have indoor dining and let's get going. And then uh, Wednesday, I think this will be a good event. We're doing a uh, drunk spelling bee, so uh, it's gonna be all uh, beer related words like the, uh, you're encouraged to drink, you don't have to drink, <laughs> but you're encouraged to do it. So we'll have like beer related words, you know, lager and things, and moving your way up to lactobacillus and things like that. So uh, that'll be uh, Wednesday. We'll have uh, Scott's pig roast out there, and then uh, Friday we'll finish off with a um, bacon fest uh, Friday. So we're gonna have a uh, we'll be preparing four different types of bacon, pairing them with four different beers, and have a nice little pairing going for the week. 
You never go wrong with bacon. Yeah. No, no bacon beer. <laughs> uh, no, was it right brain that tried that? Was it the bacon beer? I, I yeah. I'm not going to name the brewery that I had this at, but um, the I don't pour beer out often, and rarely does it ever make me gag. <clears throat> and I was at a festival and had a bacon beer uh, at this brewery, and like. It hit my gag reflex. I thought, it was just like, I thought I might have choked a little bit or something, so I tried it again. And uh, don't do bacon beer. <laughs> Although I have, I have to say, what's Yeah, you were pouring it, so you had to continue pouring it for hours on end. No, he he poured it out. I, I bought it. I poured it out. Yeah, I'm thinking you're you know helping work. Beer booth, and no. I'm thinking, oh man, you're stuck with this for if, you know. that aroma. Oh yeah, no. I, I will say though, Oddside has that. Uh, um, uh, what's that? Uh, what's what's their their beer? They they have a beer that they say has like bacon in it or bacon flavor or something that that's actually pretty good. It's uh, breakfast something. So just because I'm I'm constantly giving Brian shit on this show, I just want to throw this out here since you guys are having the ugly winter apparel competition this this puppy won me first place at one a few years ago so <laughs> oh, yeah. there you go Brian. You, buddy. that's the guy you want to see down there right here yeah, yeah, that's that's that is the type of the apparel we are looking for <laughs> it's, uh, it's, got, it's got unicorns on it too <laughs> as long as we were closed on the 29th we couldn't have indoor dining we're trying to we're trying to figure out a way to make it fun and we thought, well, hell, if we got to be outside, let's make everybody dress for it and just kind of run with what we've oh, got. Yeah. Uh, we should uh, we should get the, the Michigan Brew Crew out there to do it, uh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, are there are there different are there gonna be different categories? Like should they do, you know, like a, a group or couples costume there, you know? Oh, that's an idea. We haven't thought that far. <laughs> you guys still need celebrity judges, though, right? I think we need one more right now. We so we are still looking for one more judge. So if anyone uh or anything, you know, let, let us know. And uh, I think, I think, I think we started <laughs> start about 6 30, judging at 7. So nice. come on down, drink some beer. That, that was on the 29th again? Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yep. This Friday. Yeah. yeah. So the week kicks off this Friday, the 29th, and then we'll go through the following Saturday, the 6th of February. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm do so a quick I've shout got out. Stuff I can do next week then. Good. Yeah. Good, yeah. So, and there's yeah. So there's an event calendar on there. Um, and then we have we added a specials tab this year too. So like we were saying, you know, just different ways if there's, you know, if people aren't feeling comfortable but they still want to, you know, support local local breweries and whatnot. Um, we've got specials going on um throughout the week too, even just promoting how you can get your, you know, curbside pickup or to go, you know, growlers and, and cans. I mean, any of that, you know, is still enjoying the spirit of the week and supporting a local partner. So um, that's all it. The website is KalamazooCraftBeverageWeek.com or you can just Google it because that's, <laughs> you know, usually <laughs> what you do these days. So. Probably the only one, yeah. Yeah. We actually did share it. actually types in a web URL anymore. I don't know. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, we shared it in the post and I put it in the comments a little bit ago. So yeah, go check it out. Scroll up if you're if you're watching the show. Uh, it's in the comments. Kelmsycraftbeverageweek.com. Uh, um, but yeah, just uh, give a sh go ahead. Don't go ahead. I just saw Drew. So so two weeks ago we hung out with Drew Jacobs. Uh, <laughs> there he is, the man. And, uh, he's asking that. That's his a uh, picture of his his new single Thunder Rolls is out on uh, iTunes and and everywhere you get your music. And no, Drew, we are not hungover. I actually did post that last week. I said no show on the 18th. I'm still hungover from hanging with Drew. Um, but but going through a bottle of bourbon uh, with Drew Jacobs and he actually his fan base is huge and. And I think at one point he was even having his fans pay pay us to do shots or yep on his website he put shots on for us yeah it was, it was <laughs> anybody wants to pay me to do shots of bourbon let me know. <laughs> we didn't get the money. <laughs> no yeah we didn't get the money wait so so what was worse then because before this you were talking about how bad your like seltzer night was so the seltzer night or the bourbon <laughs> Which one was, uh... so for me. I, I remember the end of the show on the seltzer night and I don't on the Drew Jacobs night. I don't remember any of that show, but after the seltzer night, I fell asleep on my couch, like with no pants. And at the end of the Drew Jacobs show, I went to bed. So it's, it's kind of like where there's, yeah, where's the line. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and most of these good ones, Jordan's like, Jordan's a new dad, right? Charlie's what? Yep. Six, seven months old now. Uh, so, actually, almost nine, dude. Almost it's been nine. a long time. Yeah. So, anytime Brian and I are going to really tie one on, Jordan has dad duty or something. <laughs> 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 so, I have. It's all been inadvertent. I've, I've missed all the shit shows, but although our our New Year's recap was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That was you were you did a did a, a vertical of KBS. <laughs> yeah, when when you're going in, you know, when you're an hour and a half into the show and you decide it's a good idea to run down to your cellar and pull out, you know, three bottles of KBS, <laughs> the night's gone. It's yeah. gone. It's just gone. So, um, John just, I, I just a, a bacon beer in, in private chat here, and Right Brand did do one, and it has like really good scores on uh, Beer Advocate. Really? Mangalista. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But don't they? Although don't they it wasn't really bacon. Right. Don't they? They, they like, I was going to say, don't they? They do something with the pig, the the, the skulls or something. And that's what I remember. Yeah. And, okay. and then yeah. You know, they're not like mashing in with it. I think they're they're like making like almost like a tincture uh, of some sort where they're boiling down the, the, the skulls and adding it. Interesting. Bones. I don't think like you're not using any kind of like meat or flesh or anything like that. So, um, yeah, that was a big deal a few years ago. I know right before one of the, I think it was the Winter Beer Fest several years ago. There was quite a quite a buzz around about that release, but that may not be what you're referring to. Probably it's not. We'll just no, say it's no. not. But. No, no, it's not. But it sounds great. That's, as close, that's as close as I could come to. And. Yeah. At the beginning of the show, I just realized too, uh, John and Dana, we skipped over what you guys were drinking tonight. Oh, oh. Shit. shame on us! <laughs> Go for it. Whoever I want to hear, I want to know. Dana, you know it, can be, yeah. it can be water. It's fine. No, well, no. I mean, this would be pretty bad if this were water, but <laughs> no, this is good though. This is good. Um, so I live in Vicksburg area, so I gotta support my guys over at Distant Whistle. 
They got their uh, Nectar Double New England IPA. Uh, I think Distant Whistle is like the most underrated brewery like in in the area for sure. Like least talked about, quite good. Yeah, yeah. so they're good people. Dane's great. They have a there's a um, Nightwing is their um, dark sour. Yeah. Um, they 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 came out with it. It was probably I want to say it was like maybe just after Halloween or so. But they still have it and it's it's very good. So, so I, I know when we were when we were talking, Danny, you were like, "Oh, we could have the mill and distant whistle on," and I I said, "No, <laughs> I've already." So there's background there. Um, Dane is actually we we are so okay. How we know Drew Jacobs is we are friends with a guy that films Drew Jacobs videos, and and we have a really shitty intro. If you guys saw at the beginning of the show, it's loud music and it's just a black screen and it fades into our logo. Um, so they're going to shoot an intro for us. Um, the same guys that do the video for Drew Jacobs are going to come out and, and do an intro. And we're shooting it at Distant Whistle. <laughs> uh, like Dane and, and them, they, they let us use their space, and we had all plans to do it. And then Whitmer like, closed down the bars again, uh, and so we had to cancel our video shoot. So, yeah, there's Samantha Ross from Ripjaw Media. She's in our, our, our chat. So that's why, oops, sorry, Samantha. So Samantha and Travis are gonna shoot this video for us. They're amazing videographers. They do all the videos for Drew Jacobs, uh, a few other bands, I think Eve Under Fire. What's the other one, Jordan? Uh, don't know. Uh, oh, yep, it's, it's, it's me right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're gonna do a whole Distant Whistle show um, and, and kind of go over uh, what we're doing there with, with, with like, because uh, we're going to take over their bar to shoot a video. <laughs> nice. Uh, but no, we love the guys at Distant Whistle. Uh, yeah, the great beer. Um, good time if you're out in Vicksburg Way, definitely go check them out. So there's things that are the makings of yeah. wine too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Uh, I say, speaking of great beer, I just opened up that 600 from the final gravity. 600 is fantastic too, man. I've never I, had on a alone, I don't think. And oh man, that's so the, the Sultana is supposed to have a pineapple, right? Pineapple yeah. nose on it's just amazing. This yeah, is, that's this is. I've had this open <laughs> for a, a little while. I was a little confused because uh, my my numbers kind of got a little. Is that a fact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing like 50 cans in a row. I was like, yeah. Oh, this, one's, this one's clear, so I'm pretty yeah, sure I'm right, drinking right, the 600 right, right now. <laughs> I need to so, stop drinking while I'm working. I mean, um, what? what? No. You know what? If you have a job that you can do that, then why stop? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, John, what are you drinking? Uh, I just grabbed earlier just the, the party at the Moon Tower from Latitude 42, which I'm sure you had. Um, but, but what I decided to – I had to clean it because it's been a little bit. I don't know if you guys can – Craft Brow. Oh, Craft yeah. Brow. Oh, oh Way old school. Yeah. Great glass. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of see my – I'm trying to get it so you can see my name. Anyway, Mug Club member, there it is, number thirty-three. This is why I can't back up a vehicle to save my life. There it goes, John, yeah. member zero three three. So, dusting that one off for old yeah, time's sake. That's awesome. Yeah, I. Uh, you guys I should have Bert on the show when, uh, when, when they <laughs> when they went out. 
How long ago was that? Maybe I was. Maybe I just never went there. Yeah. Well, they, they stopped doing beer for a while, but then they had like amazing music. So <clears throat> Val Nelson and like the, the final awesome days of, of craft row music. Van, Val Nelson was booking all these shows there. Uh, she just returned to Bell's. Um, do oh. a lot of the music bookings. She gets uh, like a full calendar year at, to, to be able to keep doing stuff. It's they're going to bring in some really cool shows. She was able to bring in shows to Kalamazoo that had no business coming to our town. But um, Steve Berthel or Bert, as you guys probably know, uh, brewed at Craft Brow before he w- went on to Delivery and then New Holland. So Final Gravity guys know him pretty well too. But. Bert, Bert's a good guy. I heard he's out in Colorado now. Oh, I really? That's what I just heard tonight. From the guys at uh, Prairie Round Hop Farm, they told me he's out. He, lived, he moved out to Colorado. Wow. Oh. Well, I'll have to text him. Yeah. He wasn't <laughs> just down the street for me. Not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, Ted, Ted in, uh, in chat was just asking about what the, the description of the 600 was. and Oh, you typed it. That's great. Um, so it's Sultana Hop. <laughs> Uh, Empire Pale Malt. Um, it's, you know, I really, the pineapple on the nose really comes through. It's a really interesting hop. I just, I, I'm, I get all pineapple in the nose and I get pine in the, in the, on the palate. And that's just weird. Uh, it's a weird hop. Not, not saying it's just a pineapple pine. I'm trying to wrap my head around that one. So yeah. <laughs> it is different. That's the first time we've ever used it. So yeah. I'm definitely gonna have it's to cool. fix some of those up. Uh yeah. Yeah, I mean it's cool. I just I I normally more of a citrus. I'm it's funny because you know you see hops usually are either citrus or they're pine. You know, yeah. I mean they're they, everybody's seen the hop wheel. There's 50 different flavor characteristics of hops, but the big ones in the market are are either you know the pine danky or the citrus bright. And this one really is both, and it's kind of cool. So it's neat. It's interesting. Yeah. We'll figure out how to use it. So, I <laughs> uh, um, uh, put in the seltzer. It'll be fine. Dude, I'm going to open that soon. It sounds right up my alley. I mean, I, I, I love pineapple, and I, I'm also a, a gin lover. So, pine is <laughs> uh, <laughs> all those nature flavors. <laughs> it sounds interesting. A, I think I got to try that. Have you had Green Doors gin? I have actually in this weekend too. I picked up um, a bottle of the the uh, Absolute gin that was that was barrel aged. So it has, it's actually, it does have pineapple notes to it, but they, I think they aged it for two years or so, but it's a barrel aged bourbon barrel aged gin. That's interesting. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't even heard of that. I definitely want to try that. It, it just I came down, out. I was down in. It was. It was. It was right before COVID hit. It was like our. It was before COVID. It was like the last night of of drinking on the town, and we went to this bar down downtown. I, I'm struggling to remember the name. It's like down the the uh, from uh, Coney Island in that same block. Green top. No, it wasn't Green Top. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was, it's, it's like a higher scale, fancier. Now I love Green Top, but um, Fuse. Fuse? Yes, it was Fuse. And 
I was talking about gin with the bartender there, and they're like, oh, you got to try this Liberator, um, which is a barrel-aged Old Tom gin. It was the first time I ever had barrel-aged gin. And uh, it was right before COVID hit. And I think in during COVID, I've drank like eight bottles of Liberator. Uh, so if there's local people doing barrel-aged gin, that's super cool. I need to go find that. Yeah, Green Door just came out with that. And, the, and this is, I mean, how I was ordering some drinks before. I would order a, a gin old-fashioned. And that's exactly what they recommended. Because I, I said, all right, what kind of cool cocktails, you know, would you make with this? That was one of the first things they said was, you can make your old fashions, but here's a gin version with it. Since so, it's so because I've, I've drank so much Liberator and I, I kind of became a barrel-aged gin stop, a gin old-fashioned or a barrel-aged gin old-fashioned is actually called a Martinez. <laughs> and it's my favorite drink. <laughs> I'm going to order it that way when I go. I'm not going to go say I want an old-fashioned with gin because I always felt like... It's- Awkward saying that. So Mar- yep. Martinez. Martinez. Yep. Martinez. Right. I have a guy that works for me. Uh, his his name's Martinez, and I always joke around. That's my favorite drink. Uh, so it's a <laughs> old fashioned with barrel aged gin. Uh, it's lovely. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, again, we got way the hell off topic. Uh, <laughs> uh, I learned about a new drink, so. I'm not. Yeah. Haven't I made you one of those yet? I don't know. I did, I come over and eat your cherries. That's that's all yeah. I'm good for. Right on. <laughs> so normally, I know I, I know I threw that up when when John was talking. I I normally make fun of Brian um, with these topics. So you know, like where's the topic? Because Brian will go off on the most sciencey <laughs> shit in the world. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and and even other people in the chat, they they start calling it out, like you know, science time with Brian. And- well, I think we started to track it, and every time I do that, we end up dropping like five, six like viewers or something like that. Right, you do, you do, you do. <laughs> Brian starts talking about yeast and, uh, and cellular division and shit, and the viewers just <laughs> so. All right, what else do we have on our list? So. How does I, I want to talk about? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go for it. Jordan's right. back. His internet's up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jordan's internet uh, bombed for a second. So welcome back, Jordan. Um, so uh, I used to really like going to Art Hop, um, mostly just because I used to be like really poor and I like drinking free wine. But um, I, I, you know, I appreciate art too. But so I don't really know if Art Hop's been going on lately. Uh, nobody's been really leaving their house. But if Art Hop were to go on, it would be coinciding with um, the second Friday in Beer Week. Do you know if it's going to happen? Is anything like that happening? It yeah, it's so they've been doing it virtually. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and they're continuing to do that until they deem it safe, you know, to to have people in person again. But yeah. Um, yeah, February is, is, would be coming up then on the 5th. And since it is Black History Month, too, they are going to be featuring a lot of local um, artists of color as well with Art Hop. So it has been happening um, just virtually, though. So you can check that out. It's They, they do a lot of the um, posting through the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. So if you follow that Facebook page, you will then see um, the posts that they do on the virtual Art Hop nights. 
how does that work? Do um, is, is it like a like a, a show where they like kind of rotate through like art or um, somebody like walking through like showcases or? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, so it's it's not like this, you know, like it's not like mm-hmm. a, a show per se. Um, but the artists who have then signed up for that month's event, um, post things to the page, the page shares them. So it's kind of like between the the normal hours of five and nine, you'll, you'll be seeing the posts, um, coming through on that Facebook page. Sometimes. Yes. I think, you know, the artists, if they wanted to do a video live, they could, and they would just be sharing that, you know, Facebook live video. Mm -hmm. Um, but you'll, you'll be seeing a bunch of different posts, um, from different artists and using different mediums. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. That's really awesome. I actually did not know it was going virtual. I am terrible at following that. So, no, thank you. They've still been doing it. Yeah. It's just, yeah, everyone's gotten a little creative, you know, it's still doing what we can. So. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, so, so, uh, it's obviously gone from like Kalamazoo beer week to Kalamazoo craft beverage week. Um, are there like any changes that you can like, and, and anybody you know can speak up, but like uh, any changes you can think like that that might start happening with this week going forward, like branching out into like, um, yeah, we talked about craft coffee earlier, and obviously we just found out that we have a, a Kalamazoo Coffee Week, but like, um, I don't know, Kalamazoo local this week or that week, like. Uh, you know, Food week. I know So there's there's all these others, and I think I mean, um, we won't. This week won't become any of that. Like th- this week, at its core, the focus is still about our craft beverage industry, our our our, our beers, our you know spirits, our wines, craft beverage, you know, local craft beverages. So. Um, yeah, I think there there may be other ideas and other weeks and things. Those just might become other events. But um, this week at its core, we'll still focus on that. But I think we've seen a lot of creative events come out of this over the years where people have involved other local partners, too. So a big one, you know, has been like, OK, yoga, you know, at the breweries oh, or even yeah, painting, yeah. you know, painting your your beer stein or or a glass, you know, while you're enjoying your beverage, mm-hmm. um, other, you know, then different food pairings as well. I think we've had some Girl Scout cookie pairings with beers, um, definitely different chocolates and cheeses and stuff. Uh, John, I think there's been some kind of crazy foods too paired with beers as well, but I mean, yeah, if you can think of any other of these, these fun ones, but at, at its core, it's, it's always going to be about the beverages. So. I went to a, an ice cream and beer pair in at Latitude. Speaking of John's beer, you know, he was drinking not too long ago. That was, you know, delicious. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just, I, I miss like the the, 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 the sour sessions, you know, that would be down downtown. Um, the different breweries would put that on to try different sour beers. Um, and then really just, just kind of seeing, you know, I, I know it's about Kalamazoo, and, and and I love the craft breweries here. But it was it was always cool seeing some of the other ones come in. You know, getting to meet the guys from Dogfish Head, and uh, getting to lie that I, I worked for Abita and uh, Anderson Valley <laughs> and other other breweries. Yeah. Which Final Gravity, if you guys ever need somebody to lie that they're representative for you, I got you. 
I could, <laughs> I could bullshit whatever you needed to. Um, it's, it's that time of the night. I just cracked it in the seltzer. I had to go get a glass. Uh, uh, so it's seltzer this. time, huh? I'm, I'm, I'm just about ready to finish off this. Uh, I've got a little bit of this 600 left. That looks like a so, pretty dark seltzer, though. What What is that? So, you know, that's a great question, Dana. We talk a lot about whether seltzer should be clear or colored and what flavors you use. And uh, I'm of the mind. I don't really give a shit. Uh, yeah. You know, color is fine. So this is berry, yeah. right? Uh, mixed berry, strawberry. Okay. Blueberry back. Does the blueberry blackberry seltzer? Yeah, I think so. Yes. All the, right. the blueberry what? Blackberry. Blueberry blackberry. Okay. Blueberry blackberry. Yep. That's right. a tongue twister. <laughs> so, um, because we've got we've gone way too far into the seltzer shit. Then, you know, people think. I, I, I'm not knocking it, dude. I've brewed so much seltzer myself lately, but people tell tell people how much you've actually brewed because actually I will. It's been hard for people to buy uh, dextrose. <laughs> At least me. Look, this guy keeps buying it out. This guy. These guys whine that I buy out all the sugar <laughs> calories too, and they can. You just need to get up earlier, right? So. <laughs> what, where right. was I? I don't. I. I. Um. I love seltzer. My wife loves seltzer. I like Brewer and seltzer. I think it's fun. It's super easy, man. To have a, a one hour brew day, it's like, hell yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, so what do you guys use? Is it is it all dextrose or like what what's your base? It's, it's dextrose. Yeah, no questions. Yep, it's the way to yeah, do right it. On. Are you guys doing any? The, the seltzers have their place. I mean, they're they're catching on. They're popular. They're there's you, you about half the brew one, I, I believe. I, yeah, you know, I, would, I would agree. I'm not, I'm not jumping on the beer purist train, you know. And, and we've we've done we we do style episodes whenever we we take uh, breaks between guests and stuff, and we we try to bullshit our way through styles. Um, <laughs> where we talk, we'll we'll have an episode. With the, the most recent one was about smoothie beers. Uh, you know, the fad beers have their place. Uh, Fad brews have their place. Anything that brings people to the brewery, I mean, is is a valuable tool, right? And if seltzer, absolutely. And then you right. say smoothie beer, same thing. Like, I feel we should brew one, two. Do I want twelve of them on tap? No, but like no. that's what right. people are looking for. Have one and see how we do. But do we need to like make that our thing? No, not at all. But that is what the people are wanting right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was talking with Jake uh, Losey from Presidential Brewing the other day, and he said this to me on, on multiple occasions um, that their their Sherbert Hoover is their like quickest selling beer. Like they can uh, sit on some of their other beers for months, and and you know a, a full seven barrel batch of that beer will sell out in sometimes three weeks. And, that is uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, I am a yeah. sucker for any sour beer. Yeah. We we actually had this conversation before, and, and and Brian's posted on some some local. We didn't talk about it in the smoothie episode, so we can talk about it now. But Brian Brian wrote this really thoughtful, uh, I think, well written post about the uh, and I'm going to fuck this up, but kind of about the, sh the 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 effect of sugar on beer rating. Um, you know, people yeah. if, yeah. if you go out and look on Untapped, 
um, you know, these these smoothie beers, these high lactose beers, these high gravity, you know, pastry styles are all like knocking it out of the park. Um, and it's because it's appealing to, and Brian, you can jump in here if I'm getting this wrong, but it really is appealing to those people that, you know. It's, it's appealing to everybody. I like sugar. Who doesn't like sugar? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, you have you have a you have people that have a palate for bourbon or a palate for scotch and the same thing a palate for hops and the bitterness. Mm -hmm. um, but damn near everybody likes sugar. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. Sugar and fruit and uh, there's there's something about like a it, there's there's a candy like element to those beers um, that just makes them really fun to drink. Like I grew up drinking or uh, eating you know warheads and sour patch straws and uh, you know sour patch kids and stuff. Not Sour Patch Straws. Whatever those straws were. Um, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking yes. about. The yeah. Ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, exactly. 66, that one. 66, yeah. Yeah. 66. yeah, absolutely. Yep. The, those things you dip, uh, you lick the, the stick and dip it in the powder. Um, <laughs> that, I don't know. There were uh, several versions of that. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I... Um, yeah, and we don't need to get into all that, but I, I had made a comment the other day that like I feel sometimes some breweries get a hard rap on Untapped because they're putting out all these wonderful beers that are like ambers and browns and uh, you know like Irish stouts and stuff that are delicious, and then there are some breweries that are more focused on like New England IPAs and uh, you know like a fruited sour beers and stuff, which are also delicious. Uh, but are widely more appealing. Um, and those tend to get higher scores in the end. And then you look at untapped ratings and because like there's like, like if you look at bells or something like that uh, compared to smooge, right. The, the fruited hard seltzer. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there's, there's maybe like been, I don't know how many flavors of like this fruited hard seltzer, but it's like, if not the number one, like brewery on untapped right now, it's really, really high up there. And, uh, you know, somebody like Bell's is just like a little bit lower. And it's not that either are better or worse than the other. It's just that the scores are skewed a little bit because who doesn't love fruit? And like, right. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. Do you think that there's with a, with a craze of seltzers coming in, not only are they necessarily low calorie, but they're, 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 it's such a blank slate that it's so easy to like build in a little extra sugar or a little more sure. fruit flavor, a little tart. Sure. Now you can kind of, yeah you can kind of tailor that to whatever your market is. So, so back to final gravity and your seltzer, which I'm really enjoying. <laughs> ah, I still oh, got to cry. That's, yeah. um, yeah, I'm so the questions we usually ask, like, are, do you, do you do carbon filtering or are you just. No, we no. don't do any carbon filtering. No, no, no. I, I don't need, I mean, on the homebrew scale, it's hard to, I know some breweries are doing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, but we don't have that. I don't taste any weird off flavors. I don't get the whiny flavor. What kind of yeast are you guys using? Are you doing um, yeast in the seltzer? Um, hmm. Oh boy, I don't know. I can't remember. Sorry. <laughs> we haven't brewed the seltzer in a while. Fair. No, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, we we've we've we had an episode when we talked about it, and people are are whether or not they're using wine yeast or or, um, you know, starting to do like champagne yeast or or uh, we actually had Omega yeast on uh, and did a show with uh, Lancer Omega yeast, and 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 they recommend using their um, their Lutro, which is like a pilsner, um, 
not not Pilsner, pseudo Pilsner. Uh, super clean. I mean, your yours is super clean. It's you know for for being unfiltered, it's really clear. The color is obviously all from your your the the the, the fruit. The fruit yeah. yeah. It was fun to. Yep, it was. <laughs> I like your flavor. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. Your seltzer is uh, it tastes like a bad night. So, <laughs> what did did we did we cover what they used for flavoring? No, yeah, no, I don't know. What do you do? You guys know? I think I think he took, he ran. He was like we started asking questions about right the seltzer and he took off. <laughs> Oh, they're so, unfreezing, I think. Yeah, they'll come back to us. So, so Brian brought this up earlier. Uh, 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 where'd it go? I was going to find his comment. Oh, yeah. We were talking about different kinds of weeks and stuff like that. And, I mean, it's 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 legal in Michigan now. So, like, any thoughts on, like, a craft marijuana week oh. in Kalamazoo? Uh, oh. I don't know if that's even, like, a thing. Like, is it, do we even know enough about like what, like where, where the stuff is coming from? What, what would be considered craft, like locally grown or anything? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, how I, you I, do I, that. I mean, the speak on it. <laughs> it's out of the, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibilities, I guess, but. No. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I laughed yeah. at it when I saw uh, Brian. I, I never even thought about that. Honestly, like <sighs> that's the first time I even. Yeah, and John, I, I really laughed. I saw your message about the the glitter beer. So, um, who made glitter beer? <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think anybody local. Um, <laughs> but but keepers I think G- and Rapids. I was say, didn't there was a place uh that place out towards South Haven? Didn't they do one? What was that? Um, No, th- was it Three Blondes? Oh. oh, they might have. They might have. I thought. Okay, I thought they did. But we we participate in the Michigan Homebrew Festival every year, which is a, a yeah. it's it's over on the other side of the state. Usually, about twenty homebrew clubs hook up, and uh, it's a weekend event. And I I can't remember what year it was. It was twenty eighteen, I think. I asked the club to do like fad beers. Like we had a guy brew a brute IPA. I brewed a glitter beer, uh, a glitter fruit beer. We did. What else did we do, Brian? We had the New Englands, of course, the milkshakes. Um, shit, that year we even had a meat beer. Thanks, Ron. Was that, was that the meat beer year? Yeah, that was the meat beer year, I'm pretty sure. Beer. What kind of meat did you eat? Uh, it kielbasa. was Oreos and kielbasa. Mm-hmm. Uh so we had a competition. There's a competition that the Michigan Homebrew Festival did where they asked all the clubs to p- brew a beer um, with ingredients that started with the initials of your club. And in uh, Keepers, what we decided to do is we we brewed, I think, five or six different beers and then voted on which one was going to represent us at the festival. And uh, Ron Henning, if he's in, if he's watching us, uh, he brewed. So our uh, Keepers of Craft, KOC. So he brewed kielbasa, Oreos, and cocoa nibs into a stout. Uh, I refused to put it on tap on my bar. Um, we, we, we served it through a picnic tap so it wouldn't jack up my lines. Um, I It was in my bag. 
There was one person out there that really liked it. This one lady loved that. They beer. Came, they, she came back for like seconds and thirds and fourths. It was oily. It, was, it had a mouthfeel. I I tried to make one with Kit Kats and Oreos, and mine came out the same way. So I, yeah, I remember you. But you're using that. that fake chocolate or that milk chocolate. Uh, Brian Vleer mentions the bean beer. So the, another club. Was it oh, oh, what was that called? Bean soup? Is that it what they were? Soup. Yeah, it was. Uh, what's? Um, yeah, it's a club out of the out of the east side. It was either Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor uh, Gilded Brewers or or I think it was Ann Arbor Gilded Brewers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it was white beans, onion, garlic, garlic oregano. Yep. Yep. Brewed on an brewed open fire. A, yes. Yep. Yep. So there was a slight smokiness. <laughs> hey, it's our boys. I was hoping you guys just didn't leave us. <laughs> Technical difficulties. We, we've been going for a little over an hour. Uh, I'm not. I'm not shooting for the two and a half hour Drew Jacobs marathon show. So. <laughs> <laughs> And, and we're going to be, like I said, we're going to be back next week, hopefully with Dana and John and, and the mill, uh, if you guys join us. But we'll have the mill people on. Um, I think we're going to have a beer historian, right? We'll have somebody from the museum. Yeah, somebody from their Bruriana Museum. Uh, every time I see the word, I just, my tongue gets twisted when I see it. Um, but from their museum and then also um, one of their, their guys leading up their actual brewery division there at the mill. So. Right. So we'll get that posted uh, in the next couple of days. Um, really looking forward to talking with them and, and checking that out. Excited for what that's going to bring to Vicksburg. Um, anything, uh, Final Gravity, anything else you guys got going on besides uh, the, the, the Kalamazoo Beer Week events? No, yeah, just great beer all the time. Uh, so come on down, check us out, and uh, we'll be there. Looking forward to getting back to music. And we, we, yeah. we had a lot of music booked before COVID, and um, Eric Sebastian does our sound. He helps us with uh, some of our booking, and we're really looking forward to get, hopefully getting back into some, some live music. I think um, Kalamazoo needs live music. I, I, I really miss it. Missed that downtown. Um, yeah, the union's gone. You know, I don't know. Old dog hasn't been opened up yet. So we're actually we're gonna. Eric was in uh, Saturday. We, we're gonna expand our stage. He thought our stage was just a little bit too small. So we're actually gonna. Um, we have some a pew in front of our where you first walk in the brewery. We're gonna take that out and uh, uh, make our stage a little bit bigger, and we're gonna make some changes to our stage and. We're really anxious to get back to live music after this whole COVID thing. But. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going to some new sh some shows for sure. Yeah, if I used sure. to frequent those, and oh, I, oh yeah. that quota is sorely under budget. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the COVID thing, if, if nothing else, it is, it is definitely um, spurred creativity. I mean, we've had to. We had to come up with some things and then we, we probably never would have came up with otherwise. So if, if there's a positive point to this whole thing, our creativity has been expanded, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, cool. Then hopefully we'll be able to hang out with uh, if, if Dana, if John, if you guys are joining us next week, look forward to that and the, and the guys from the mill. Um, 
thanks so much for coming on and talking to us tonight. Uh, it's really good. I can't wait to, to to come check it out. I'll dig my onesie out and see if I can make it down for the. Uh, <laughs> oh. well, if you need that, it's the uh, Great Lakes Vintage Clothing Company up the street on the Kalamazoo Mall as well. So they will have plenty of options if you need some kind you know. of uh, outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Minute, please go check them out. They're a great supporter of all the places on the mall. So, so check them out as well and give them some love. Cool. Right on. Absolutely. Tell Dave Final Gravity sent you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And, yeah, and seriously. That was for the last hour or so. I uh, like the seltzer, go, by the way. This is quite fun. Yeah, seltzer's great. Go check out Final Gravity. I mean, great beer. Uh, I know they're selling it to go and they're canning shit. So uh, check them out on the mall. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see everybody uh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is, there it is. <laughs>